All right. Well, hey, how are you guys doing today? Good. Darren and Holly Timberlake here. Uh, it's good to see your shining faces, braving Snowmageddon to get here. Um, but uh, if you don't know who we are, uh, Holly's been on staff here at the church for quite a long time uh, as the adult and family ministries director now. It's a long title. I can't remember it always. <laughs> And I do the missions director position here. Um, I've been married, celebrated in October, our 20th year. So we, uh, Holly has been earning many, many, many crowns uh, for heaven, uh, just putting up with me for that long. And so, um, and of course we have three awesome children. Laura is a sophomore at South. Uh, Jonah is a eighth grader and Micah is in the sixth grade. So um, we're just so blessed by Pastor Steve to have an opportunity to share a little bit. We take a break from our normal sermon series and throughout the year we're peppering in some more um, staff member messages on blessed just to keep that fresh in our minds and uh, looking forward to sharing some of our perspective on that. So okay so we're going to do a review. Um, there's cheat sheets to the left and to the right of me. I'm going to say B and then you're going to say what B is for. So B is for Begin with prayer. And L is for? Listen with care. Okay. And E is for? Eat together. Our method is good at that. Um, and S is for? Serve. And the other S is for? Share your story. Good job. You guys all get 100%. Great job. Awesome. awesome. So um, Darren and I uh, um, faced a couple challenges um, getting ready for um, this opportunity to speak with you today. Um, some of them were this morning. Darren worked an overnight, and I woke up with sores in my mouth. So please pray for us as we um, try to communicate with you today. But um, we also um, got some challenges early on in the process. We were really excited that Pastor Steve would ask us to do this together, Team Timberlake. Um, woo, we get to do something together in ministry, complement each other. And, um, but early on, I'm a planner, and so um, I think the day after Steve asked us, I'm starting to pitch things to Darren, big picture. You know, what if we do this? What if we do that? And Darren's kind of like, uh, this is uh, far away from now. I don't know why we're even talking about Romania. it. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's exactly what's going on. He was getting prepared to go to Romania, and so I was like, okay, wait till after the mission trip, and then you can start talking to him about it. So he went on the mission trip to Romania, and then I began kind of, all right, we got to get this on the calendar. When are we going to meet? How are we going to do this? And um, there was one point that I just got extremely frustrated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's true. I said to him, I'm like, Darren, Maybe I should just tell Pastor Steve that you're going to do the message because I'm, like, not working with you here. <laughs> this isn't happening. And um, it was really my feeling of sense of wanting to have control and wanting to feel like things were progressing. And I, I knew that that wasn't what God wanted, but I just, I, I just didn't want to work together. I, I thought I could do this on my own. So, or mm. you could do it on your own. It might be easier. But so... That was kind of some so, of the challenges we faced. Yeah, and, you know, just like I said, our, uh, our, our schedules are different. She's an evening person. I'm a morning person. Mm -hmm. I work overnight sometimes, and sometimes I work in the evening shift. Sometimes I have some early morning shifts, and so I'm never always awake and alert when she wants me to be, and the same with her. If I try to talk to her in the morning, no, it's not going to happen. So, um, and even our daughter, Laura, ended up helping us come up with the title for this sermon. Uh, uh, Holly's dad and brother are living with us. Uh, Adam temporarily, but Dad a little bit more permanently, and uh, they were actually in the same room with us watching TV while Holly and I were uh, 
hammering out this outline for the first time. So um, just overcoming all that. Uh, just want to spend some time right now, though. I want to affirm Holly, if you guys will bear with me. Um, Holly, uh, one of the things that I love about you is that you are the balance to me. You are organized. You are a planner. You want to do everything 110% and you want to do it very well. Achiever is in your skill set. It is what you are and, and you identify you love Christ so much and you love this church so much that you don't ever want to do anything halfway or 80% even. It's got to be 100 110% for you. And it's such a good balance to me because I'm more of a fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy. That's so. <laughs> so true. Um, but Darren, you are marked with compassion. It drives you. You love people and you welcome interruptions. You're spontaneous and flexible when plans change. You're committed to our marriage and you love our children fiercely and you make our family a priority. When I think about all the love you have to offer, I know that wherever you go and whoever you serve, they will ultimately feel the love of Jesus when they're with you. And so now it's our turn as uh, the privilege it is for us to be part of the leadership team here at this church. Uh, we want to love on you guys a little bit, give you guys a little bit of affirmation. Holly has something to say about those that are part of small groups and small group leaders. Go, Holly. Right. Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thank you to each of you that make a weekly commitment to be involved in a faith group. I know that that costs you something. You have made a testament of your life to actually do something with a group of people every single week. And I also want to honor those of you that are leading groups. I see several of you out there. It is a commitment that you make each week to serve and to honor and take care of the people that you um, have been entrusted with. So I just want to thank you so much for that. I really, really appreciate what you do. And on the missions front, I get to see you guys in action. Um, and it's a blessing and a privilege. A couple examples I just want to pull out back to earlier this year. Um, I was under the gun. I felt like trying to get a team organized and ready to go to Costa Rica. Um, I was stressed about it. I didn't know if there was any I was trying to have a team go in April. I had about five people that had availability. And then through some wise counsel and some decision, we moved the trip to June. And then we enlisted some help from Charles Wilson at the Omaha Street School with his basketball skills. And then uh, recruited one of his former students, Rashad Wren, with mad basketball skills that ended up being... A kind of a key when they got to Tarasas as a team to attract attention and make kids that we didn't think we were going to reach out to, um, the, the gang members, come and want to see what's going on at the court there and who are these people. And, uh, and you know, over 20-some people accepted Christ through that ministry and how awesome it is from my perspective that the trip, I didn't even think it was going to happen very early on to see that come. And then uh, just more recently, you know, the pantry committee has rocked it with uh, Thanksgiving meal bags, uh, Lori Zook and her leadership, um, keeping me on my toes and making sure everything was organized. I really appreciate Lori um, and the rest of the pantry committee. But also on this last Wednesday night, we had pantry. And it happens to be that, uh, not many of you are aware that I put it on social media, that Southwest Kiwanis every year, well, they also have a holiday meal drive. And they give us the leftovers, but they didn't deliver to homes. And they delivered a huge amount of food, canned goods, to the pantry Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. I'm getting off work literally to meet them, to open the doors to the pantry, let them in. And I'm, all this food is here, and I'm like, we've got pantry tonight. How are we going to get this all put away, you know? Um, but, man, the pantry committee, the, the volunteers that served on Wednesday night, it was a little bit less of a number of patrons because it was the day before the holiday, but 
By 7 p.m., every single one of those cans was put away and organized. That pantry looked like it had not been shopped that night. It was just amazing. So it was all set up for yesterday morning's um, uh, pantry distribution. So just what a awesome thing. So, um, Okay, so we can't have a Sunday morning with um, the small groups director where we don't gather together in small groups. So I'm asking that for a minute that you would find a couple people around you to talk about um, something that's really important to me. I, I was thinking about my walk with Christ and all the people that have pointed me to Jesus. And so if you would find a group of people and gather with them, and I want you to name a few of the people that brought you to Jesus. And please look around if you see someone alone to kind of make your group bigger, to make sure that everyone gets talk someone to talk with. making a big group over there. Okay, well, thank you guys so much for finding a group and sharing those names out loud. That was awesome. I kind of imagined myself coming up with a list of people that have pointed me to Jesus, and I was thinking that if I actually put pen to paper, that I probably might even be able to come up with um, more than 100 names. Um, of people that have pointed me to Jesus in my life. I grew up in a church not far from here and um, had a great um, childhood growing up in the faith. And I have this wonderful church here right now. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I can't imagine how many of the people um, have actually helped me come to Christ. Um, so one of the problems that I see in our culture is I don't think that there's a day that goes by that I don't hear a story or some sort of um, I'm brought to the attention of how many people are feeling lonely and isolated. When I was in Costa Rica, uh, one of the things that they were praying for for the United States, they, can't, they see a lot of the aftermath of 
um, what's happening in our country, and they, pr they pray for us specifically about relationship and connection, um, that they see the loneliness and the disconnection of our um, country. And so um, it's just kind of a problem that I'm, I'm still, I don't have all the answers. I obviously um, am aware that most of you probably can see it yourself, but it's just a concern of mine. Yeah, and you know, up until now, this uh, as we've talked about, blessed with this last time, and you know, a lot of us have really kind of, I think, naturally, because we're Americans, we think of, I'm going to be a blessed friend. I'm going to reach my friends, you know, and and that 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 it's hard to shake that off as part of our culture, and you know, so I started to think of what is an illustration that I can share with you guys real quick about uh, working together as a team, and. Uh, I'm a little bit of a history geek, I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Battle of Thermopylae. I don't know if you guys remember what this was back in the time when the Persian Empire was zooming across, bearing down on, on, on the Greeks. Um, and there was a popular movie a while ago about that. Uh, but um, uh, I have a picture up here of a Spartan soldier. Um, the Spartans decided they were going to block the Persian army from coming through Greece. And now, I was totally going to come dressed like that today. But Holly was like, no, 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 know, Because I don't know, uh, my washboard abs apparently have the perfect disguise. So uh, I wouldn't look so good in that. But anyway, uh, look at that gear. That is a professional trained warrior. From the age of seven, these Spartan soldiers were trained in the battle. That was their job. They weren't bakers that were also working for the king on a battlefield. They were trained to be lethal from the age of seven up. That shield, take a look at that thing, it's called a hoplite shield, not because it's light, because it was heavy. Weighed about 30 to 40 pounds. It was wood with a strap on the inside for your arm and then a hand grip, and then also overlaid with bronze. Um, weighed about, like I said, 30, 40 pounds. It could also be used as a second, as a weapon if they needed to bludgeon someone or, or bash, you know. So anyway, that shield was key in a battle formation. Uh, well, what, King Leonidas decided to do was, since this huge horde of probably 100,000 Persians, who happened to be slaves, by the way, the soldiers in the Persian army, they were sweeping across the open plains of, of, of Asia, and they had bearing down on Greece. Um, he thought, well, I, I got to do something about the numbers, because I, I don't have a lot of people to fight them off. And so he picked a spot called Thermopylae. It's also known as the Hot Gates. It's an area where you have a cliff, and you have a, the only road into Greece, and then you have another steep cliff in, 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 into the ocean, you know? And so what he did is he robbed Emperor Xerxes of his numeric advantage by blocking with 300 Spartan soldiers, he blocked off that, that road. And they formed a formation with their shields called a phalanx. And what they would do is literally your shield on your left arm was the protection for the soldier to your left. And the soldier on your right was protecting you with his shield as you, they had the long, nine-foot-long spear that they would reach and attack with. Um, but the Persians used a lot of arrows, and the arrows would come down, and because of that hard bronze overlaid shield, they would j typically just bounce off, you know? And it formed a shield wall, and they were able to wave after wave of Persian attackers who were wearing, like, wicker armor, um, light, because they're used to being on horseback, sweeping across a plain. They were not prepared to fight against these trained, lethal war machine that was the, the Spartan soldiers, you know. So it got me thinking about this is that um, they were not only protecting each other physically from being maimed or, or killed, they were also preventing Emperor Xerxes from coming in through Greece and doing what he had done to 
hundreds of other civilizations, civilizations across his way. And so we have a slide. I just want you guys to know that when we work together, write this down if you have a chance, there is power and hope and healing when we serve together. Holly has a story to tell you now. Okay, so um, at the end of 2012, I was married to this fun fellow. I had three beautiful children, a wonderful job, but I found myself in a very, very dark place. And I really couldn't explain it. I remember um, trying to search through scriptures. I would read Job and Psalms and nothing was really um, healing me from that darkness that I was experiencing. And um, when I think about what ultimately brought me healing was um, people carrying me on a mat. Now, I think I felt like paralyzed on that mat. I felt like as much as I wanted to come to Jesus and I wanted to be with Jesus, I could not physically scoop myself to Jesus. And so what, I, what ended up happening is a friend reminded me of a ministry called Fresh Start, and it was an opportunity for me to um, fully forgive um, some of the things that I needed to, to forgive. And so I imagine that as being one corner of my mat. And then um, I had a, a couple friends that are in ministry together, and, or actually different locations, but they're in ministry, invite me to be a part of an accountability group where I could bear my soul and be totally open and just say whatever it is that I needed to say. And so I imagine that group of people on the other corner of my map. And then um, I had a friend that was going through some similar things and we decided to start exercising regularly with one another. And so I imagine that person was another part of the mat that carried me to Jesus. And of course, we have wonderful staff here and my small group here at Faith Westwood helped be on the other corner of the mat. So it took a whole bunch of people really to bring healing to me. And I, I, you know, it's all over the place in scripture. It's all over the word of God that he uses groups of people to, to bring ministry to others. He doesn't do it with just an individual very often. And, you know, I was just even thinking about the movies and the storylines that we see. There's always a sidekick. There's always a best friend. There's always someone else that is a family or somebody else that's with that person as they conquer, you know, something difficult. So it was just such a, when I look back, I just am so thankful for that opportunity to walk through that season because I knew in that case that it was going to take people to help me. And I wasn't willing to ask for help, but they saw it. And I, I don't know, but they, they helped bring me to Jesus. And so I'm very thankful for that time. And again, I just want to thank Holly for being vulnerable, just sharing that story. That was a very dark time. Uh, we, I wasn't sure our marriage was going past that year. Uh, at some point, you know, she was basically living in the basement for a little mm -hmm. bit. And, you know, it was a rough time to go through. And so her vulnerability to be able to share that with you today, but what we learned from it and how we've grown, we're so much better as a couple now after going through that dark time. And uh, just I want to remind us, guys, I want you guys to just, let's just say this together, guys. There is power and, and hope, hope and, and healing, healing when we, we serve, serve together. together. Okay, so I have a part-time job at a really nice business here in Omaha called Professional Research Consultants. It works really well with my schedule here. They don't require very many hours, and it's just, it's a, it's a good part-time job for me. And I was um, speaking to someone 
just a couple of days ago, and their last name, guys, was Loser. And I just couldn't believe it. I mean, honestly, I was just like, you know, doing my thing, but I just couldn't believe that their last name was Loser. And it just really got me thinking um, about how many people that we encounter on a daily basis, maybe people that are here in this building, maybe people that we run into at the coffee shop or running errands or at work, of how many people feel like they're carrying that last name, that they're carrying the last name loser, that that's just where they're coming from. They just see themselves through that light. And we know that that is not who they are. We know the hope of Jesus, and we know that they were created in the image of God to bring him glory, and we have the good news. And so we can tell them, no, you are not a loser. You're a winner. And I'm just looking forward to the opportunity for us to do this together as a church, as, together as a family, and with my friends, to let people know who they are and their value, that, they're, that they are truly a winner. Just like I said, you know, with the, with the whole Spartan soldier illustration, I hope this, this church needs to be a place where you guys are being trained, where you guys are being prepared, equipped to go out and to, to serve together. So I just want to close this in prayer real quick, and just uh, we'll pray, but I just, I just want you guys to remember the power, the hope, and the healing that is available when we work together. Uh, dear Lord, thank you so much for uh, the blessing and the honor of being able to be here today and to share uh, with our friends here and our family members from the church and uh, to just go through and help us to remember to rely on our teammates. Um, those who have abilities that we don't have, uh, when the task of reaching a person or a group of people seems daunting or unaccomplishable, I think that's a word, um, that you know, we can work together and things can get done that just blow our mind if we just learn to be a part of a team and to bless, or team bless. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.